Welcome back to the Jury Moore Podcast, the podcast where uh, we're getting married. We are. That's a thing that's definitely going to happen at some point, eventually. When and where? Who knows? Well, no, we do know. No, we actually know, no, when, we know when and, and where. where. Yeah. And we even tentatively know, like, actually oh, when. Oh, yeah. Ooh. We actually kind of know a time and a date. Ooh. I don't think we can say it. We can't say it yet? I mean, we can... It, I mean, it, it'll... It, might change. We've, I mean, we, we've said before, Saturday is kind of where we're targeting. Right, Saturday, September 5th. Yeah. At 2050. 2015. Not 2050. That's weirder. I was, okay. That's our, our what, 45th anniversary? <laughs> I think so. Nice. Math. Um, uh, so. We should just roll right into the updates then, shouldn't we? Yeah. Well, I mean, should we talk about like that? This is a different episode than oh, we yeah, normally guys. do. Uh, we're not live this time. Well, we're not live, and we are not in Oakland. Two things that oh. we almost always are. I don't think we've ever. Well, no, I think uh, we, we, we have we done a recorded episode that we didn't live stream because they've all been from the studio, so one. it's so easy to live stream. I think we might have done one, but that was a while ago. Yeah. Because you're, but you are constantly fleeing the state. Like it makes me question whether or not you actually want to get married. Well, I, listen, man, I gotta keep bringing millet home for the birds. I mean, that's true. Uh, but we are here in uh, in the sunshine state. Yeah, in the sunshine state. Uh, <laughs> in, or- in Oregon, Oregon, uh, yeah, Portland, to be specific. Uh, we have found out that uh, Portland is a delightful place to hang out with uh, your friends from California. Yep. We've hung out We've with a lot of our friends hung, from have California. Have we only hung out with California people? No, Dan lives here now. Well, okay. So it did uh, the, the, the the dark wizard, Dan Dirks, uh, yeah. creator of Strawpole.me. If you've not been there, please go there. And make lots of polls. Uh, make lots of polls, uh, which is doing fantastic, man. The numbers on that are insane. Uh, we hung out with Allie Gertz, who is from L.A. Uh-huh. And we, some of her other friends from L.A. And some of her... No, they were all from Portland. Oh, okay, never mind. Everybody else is Scratch from Portland. That. Uh, but yeah, no, it it's was, been a good time. It was. It's been yeah. a really good time. Oh, and time. Keith Law Johnson, my buddy, did stand up with him last night. Sacramento from Sacramento. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, all right, so so here we go. We're here. Uh, we decided to take a romantic little weekend here to uh, the windswept hamlet of Portland, Oregon, where the dream of the nineties you know, is still alive. You know what this reminds me of? What? Like not not Portland necessarily, but the fact that. We've just crammed a bunch of fun things to do in a weekend. Like when you and I were dating long distance and I was in Ohio and you were in Florida, we would, you know, we never saw each other. So what would happen is, is we would meet somewhere in a different state or you'd be in Columbus or I'd go to South Florida and we just cram all the fun things that there was to do in that city in a single weekend. And I feel like we've done a lot of that with with Portland. We did. Yeah, We, we did voodoo. We did, yeah. We did a lot we of did the. Powells. I feel like we grew up though as Portland tourists. We we have because we we slowly realized that like you know we've done this before. Voodoo, all right. I think we have both been to Voodoo before. Pals, all right. We've How both much been to money Powell's. did you spend on the box of donuts? By the way, do you remember? Not a lot. It was like eighteen. So it was like eighteen bucks, and we each had one donut. We had one donut because it was diabetes. In fact, both Pals and Voodoo. Yeah. Uh, we went to Voodoo and gave away most of the donuts. We went to Pals and I bought. Uh, Andrew Maine's book Angel Killer just because it was really rad to find his book at Powell's and uh, and for those of you who don't know uh, the family that might be listening like Andrew's a friend of ours yes sure so yeah Andrew is a, a long uh, friend of mine whose birthday it is today happy birthday Andrew Maine yay uh, wish him a happy birthday at Andrew Maine on Twitter 
And uh, yeah, so we gave both the donuts and the book to the bartender that we were eating the donuts at. Uh, that is across and he the alley. W- he in wanted Pals. nothing to do with us. <laughs> I don't know where he was on the grand scale of standoffish or really high. That's a fair point. Because he also seemed really high and was dancing whenever a techno song came on. Yeah. So I don't know. Like, that was definitely a thing. Anyhow. But way uh, less high than Oakland. I expected Portland to be more high. It smells less like weed in Portland than it does in Oakland slash San Francisco, where it is a perma blanket. Yeah. Of that sticky, icky, icky. Yeah. Uh, All right. So we are, uh, we're here and we're doing the podcast because we missed a week, but now we're back and let's do uh, updates. Update. So, uh, we are still kind of in the great process of scripting this damn thing. Yeah. Um, How do you feel on momentum? Because I think momentum was something that three weeks ago was of of, of great panic. I feel like we have added momentum, although it's probably certainly not to the level for which you w- would make you feel comfortable. But where, where are you at in, in the general scheme of it? Well, I feel kind of stuck. To be honest. Um, so like I have set, I, I utilize checklists. So I have a little checkbox for every day where it's like, just do one wedding thing. Yeah. So whether that's talking to the cake lady that we have in Atlanta now, or, yeah. um, you know, I went in for a fitting for my dress the other day. Like, you know, all these, all these little, little things. But I feel stuck because the big thing that we really need to knock out is scripting the wedding because yes, it's going to have some of the wedding format and tropes and everything, but um, we are putting on more of a show. It's hard for me to, it's an hour of programming. It's, it's hard for me to make even the first pass when I'm not sure we've agreed on everything. And when I write stuff like this, I tend to like want to just be super, super detail oriented. So and I'm like, okay, now uh, Andrew says, and he's wearing what? <laughs> like, yeah, th- things like that, which the point of going through this is to figure out like what it is we actually need to still do. What are the things we still need to spend time on? What are we going to have to throw more money at? Um, so I feel stuck. Uh, so that's been a little difficult, like with your traveling, because you literally don't have time for it. Well, I've been I've been out of Oakland. I'll be out of Oakland for a, a a week, basically over a week, and and we got to spend like four days of it together. Yeah, but you know that doesn't mean that it's not uh you know something that we've had to deal with. Uh, all right, so so what what have we done? What are our updates in the planning? I mean, that's pretty much it. <laughs> scripting, 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 scripting. Have we not talked about stuff since we've got stuff in? We definitely got the suits in. Well, we, we got the yeah, you, bridesmaids now have all things. my bridesmaids bought their dresses. I, I think we've talked about this last time, but maybe we didn't. Like we got the Daenerys slave collars. Yeah. Oh, um, what, so we, I ordered we've, those. We've been in communication with the uh, with my suit. Yes, um, which. Was already postponed for two months, but now it's getting like edgy. Because if they postpone it again, there's a good chance that you show me this. There's a good chance we might not have it in time. The the most recent one that they yeah the most recent one you just forwarded. No, we are yeah. Originally, it was supposed to get here in April, and then on their website, when I checked before I emailed them, they said June, July, but they emailed you. 
with July, August. Yes. And if that gets kicked back again, we're fucked on the Battlestar thing. Yeah. So it's a we, little we, scary. We've been thinking about, about Plan B. Plan Bs. Um, we will not say who our manufacturer is yeah. on this. Uh, if they do fail to deliver it uh, with a year's notice, uh, we, we might be more inclined to talk about how uh, not satisfied we were with them. Well, and we let them know in the email, too, that it was for a wedding. So hopefully that Do we let be... them know that it was for a wedding that was doing a podcast? <laughs> no. Uh, anyway, we'll see. We'll see. I'm I'm hoping for the best, but considering that. Well, the big problem is that it's coming from China, right? No, I don't think so. Oh, it's not? No. Oh. Well, then... Hmm. I don't know about all that. Where's it coming from? Do we know? Bill knows I'm not them, right? sure. Bill Bill knows the people, but... Um, so, we'll, we'll see. This we'll is, see. yeah. They're doing, like, batch ordering. I know that much. So, they took a bunch of pre-orders just to get a bunch of them made. I better batch it up. Yeah. Batch well. it up. Batch... The thing is, is not only do we, do we batch. need time for it to get here, but we ordered a size bigger than we thought you might need because we didn't want to risk sizing, and we're going to have to get it tailored too. So yeah. that's going to take. Time. So we are going to. So need we it. need like three weeks for that. So when it when it comes around July time, we'll we'll, we'll follow we'll up back base. with them. But but yeah, just it's on the radar. Yep. It's on the Dreadus. <laughs> yeah. Oh. But you know we're we got to do the script. That's the big thing. Yeah. Like as I'm going through thinking, it's like okay, flower petals. Well, shit. Do we? We're using them. We know that. We already we have our them. flower girl scripted, so I right. guess we need them. Like, what colors do we need? And now that might also depend on like, well, we can wait on buying flower petals because in the event that we need to change, you know, maybe we should change those colors a little bit. I mean, yeah. we'll still have navy, but you know. Anyway, it's a lot to think about that you guys don't need to hear about. But one of the things that we need to figure out uh, that we're still working out is cake stuff. Yeah. So we had talked about, um, I don't know if we talked about this. For, well, I guess I can't talk about all of it because some of it's a surprise. But what kind of cake we're going to do. Like we know the flavor and whatever, but do we want it to have like a decoration? Is yeah. there some t- sort of thing? Because we were talking about just having like a little round nine inch cake just to have some nice little pictures of us cutting well, into stuff. I, and that's the weird. The weird thing is that because this is far more ceremony than it is reception in our little hour, you know, rock and roll wedding. Uh, all the reception tropes like, you know, daddy daughter dance, you know, mother if, son dance. If we're even going to do that. Well, no, this is what I'm saying. All yeah. these are now up for, you know, renegotiation or cutting. Because yeah. we don't have that real estate in the way that a regular wedding would. So, the question is the cake. The cake is a reception trope. What do we want? And I think no matter what, downsizing it, certainly, right? Yeah. Uh, but exactly what that is has, has been the question. Do we want to put a made-up Jury more logo on it? Do we want to... Like actually oh, yeah. do like a, do we if we want to we had talked about like getting mini cupcakes so we could like hand out mini cupcakes to people which turns out mini cupcakes are like a dollar thirty five piece no shit that's expensive right? well because we got to take time like icing them like it might even be cheaper for us to buy a crazy tiered cake than to get four hundred mini cupcakes for the room yeah which I, I mean, not we, that we buy four hundred mini cupcakes but 
I think just, we have to, right? I mean, what are we going to do? Buy 200 and tell 200 people that they can't em. have them? Split them. Yeah, em. <laughs> you know, find a buddy and split them. Uh, so, yeah, we're trying to figure that out. Um, but one thing that we thought would be fun is if we did a even a little small cake, it would be cool to have a Jury Moore logo on it, a little Jury Moore iconography. So since we love to make this podcast as interactive as possible, you guys are kind enough to go on this wedding journey with us. Uh, many of you, I'm sure, through mer- morbid curiosity, uh, you know, to see us slowly go insane as we uh, get closer and closer to the event itself. But if you would like uh, to help us out with a Jury More logo, uh, just go ahead and uh, if you are graphically inclined, send it in uh, justinrobertyoung at gmail.com. Jury more in the subject line. And even if you are suck at making logos, mm-hmm. like if you just have any general ideas for what we can do with a cake, whether that is a little flat nine inch, we can do the logo or some sort of design on, or even if it's a tiered cake or not, you know, the the possibilities are endless. Just throw in your suggestions and uh, it could be fun. It could be a yeah. fun time. Um that aside, uh, one kind of kind of final thing in the updates, uh, we did get a couple of more registry gifts. Yeah. Um. And yeah. Uh, so we got a bath mat. That's really soft on my toes, by the way. Yeah. yeah it's, it's really that nice. That came from the that, homie Andrew Gonzalez, right? Uh, Cody. Oh, Cody. Sorry. Um, and then uh, we got our our wine bong. Our Peron. Our Peron. I can't roll my R's. Try it for everybody. Peron. One more time. Peron. Yeah, just spend more time on the R's. Peron. Peron. Nope, that's not happening. But that's from Matt. Did I ever tell you that that was one of my most like traumatizing moments with my dad? A Peron? Was him badgering me for not rolling my R's appropriately when saying Rio de Janeiro. How are you supposed to say it? Rio de Janeiro. And he badgered me about it. He was wasted. Mm. Anyhow. Um, Daddy issues. Yeah, no, seriously. Bad dad club representing. Uh, so so there we go. The, the Perone, if you are not familiar with it, I, I actually had no idea what the hot hell it was until I was in New York on a go game with my with the, the homie Jay Durkee. I uh, was having a great time out there doing go game stuff. And we went to a Spanish restaurant called... Baron, and it is named after this wine, wine bong. bong that is like uh, so fun because all I see is a bunch of fifty-year-old men and their wives, you know, chugging wine. And whenever a, a device, simple as it might be, can do that, like you know that y- this is something magical. It's how classy people get drunk. Well, it's like, but it's also it's like it's kind of dangerous. Like so, basically, if you've never seen it, it's. A, a, you pour a bunch of wine in it, you, and then basically a bottle. You can put a bottle of wine. You in can it. put one bottle of wine in it, and at that point, you pour it into your mouth. But it kind of comes out in a steady stream, and it's like a really tiny stream. It is. So it's like it, it is not. It is. It's not really chugging so much as like you're drinking a lot of it fast. But you are drinking a a, a, a bunch of it. You know, probably more than you would in a gulp, uh, and if you fuck up, you're definitely ruining your nice shirt, which this was a. Like not not like the nicest restaurant on the planet, but certainly something that people put on button down tops for. Yeah, uh, like you could fuck it up drinking some nice ass Spanish red wine. Like you know you could you can soil that top. So 
I, I thought it was really rad. Uh, we went to our favorite uh, wine place in uh, Oakland, Bay Grape. Big shout out to them. Uh, and they had one. They allowed us to use it, which apparently uh, the the wife, the husband and wife team that run it, uh, the wife half was very shocked that uh, the husband allowed us to use it because that was at their wedding that they had it. So maybe we'll, maybe we have to bring it to the wedding and everybody can. Yeah. Chug, ruin <laughs> and that's how we broke the Perone. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Ruin them? Yeah. Oh. Ruin them out of the Perone? Huh? Oh, my God. See? See? Oh, no. Uh, See? I think it's time for us to get to our main topic. Oh, topic! So, Jury. Yeah. You're traveling a lot. I am. And I don't see you very often. And, and since you and I aren't married yet. No, we're not. We're obviously not having any sex. No. God, no. That's something, you know, that you should save until marriage. You should. You should. You should. totally should. Should. We should. Uh, should. We definitely. We're not having sex this weekend or not, ever. Not in the eyes of the Lord. No. And he sees everything. So, um, you know, I, I, I was in uh, Sunday school and they said the Lord has a thousand eyes. Like a really fucked up spider. That's what I thought. Right. Like, I'm like, also, isn't he supposed <laughs> to be all seeing? Isn't like a thousand eyes kind of a downgrade over omniscience? Like, yeah. and, and so he, he said the Lord looks upon us with a thousand eyes. I'm like, what kind of fucking monster is this? Anyway. I don't know. Is there actually a monster with a thousand eyes? Someone's got to know something in some mythos somewhere. There's got to. No, yeah. A thousand faces, a thousand eyes. Who knows? There's a lot of, I don't know. People like to talk about thousand stuff. Anyway, the Lord has a thousand eyes and one of them is here on Portland on uh, eyeing both of our genitals to make sure that they remain dormant. Yep. Yeah. Nothing but cobwebs. Yes. Um. So I decided it's like, well, you know, our wedding night is like not that far away. No. Uh. So Finally I got to figure out. I know. I know. Like so Samuel Tarley. <laughs> so, <laughs> so oh, oh my. Oh, Game my of Thrones. Impression. Game of Thrones spoilers. Family, watch uh, that. Uh, oh my. Okay, stop. <laughs> so I thought I would do some research on like how to please my man. Yeah. And the best way I thought to do that was is like every woman's best friend, sure. Cosmo. Because we know Cosmo is world-renowned for their amazing sex advice. Well, they constantly advertise it. They do. I mean, it's 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 been the front-page story on Cosmo for... Since 1776? Basically. Yeah. yeah Betsy Ross was learning like a hundred <laughs> ways to blow your man's mind this summer uh, in, in, in using, 1776. Using only toothpaste. Using like. only a fife and <laughs> uh, a, a hand-knit flag. Oh my goodness! So I I pulled up a couple of articles on Cosmo, okay, and I thought that you know maybe you could let me know if that's something you think might would be great. Would oh, be that's great. Good. So you're running it by me. I'm running it by you. So you, so I know like, what what might show up. Yeah, wedding night. Yeah. So like I, I finally I, mean, it could I be, finally bought the cow. <laughs> it could you know it could be you know a surprise but you know yeah i mean if you have a preference for you know whether you want so your you'll know fingered or if you not, want yeah yeah like a-okay yeah before we get into this it's like cosmo i mean it, it is i feel like a 
a unique cultural uh and i don't know whether or not it's american uh treasure uh specifically for a certain demographic uh you know women will probably be the, the, the biggest among them uh how much have you either read cosmo or taken cosmo seriously and is there a moment like that like you as a young girl realize like some of this uh, just might be complete ridiculousness. Uh, well, first answer is never. Um, never I, I was Cosmo. I was never into like girly magazines gotcha. at all, at all. Just never my thing. And um, even when I was trying to like learn about clothes and fashion, like the last place I would check is there. Gotcha. Because <laughs> you know? it was for a certain demo yeah. that you were not part of. No. Gotcha. No. Um, so here, so so a lot of this is new to you. It is. It is really a brave new world. Got you. And I'm learning so now a you're lot about sex. Uh huh. In 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 your uh, as you as my you toenails steam, are painted. You you paint your toenails. Yeah. You've yet have you stopped like biting your fingernails? No, but I I have to keep them short for rock climbing. Oh, so now maybe like a a, a tasteful manicure. Yeah. Nice. Well, moving on up. Well, so you got to tell me. Are you ready for this? All right. There's a there's a few. I've got a couple a couple of lists. There's one uh, article from Cosmo, which is the hottest sex tips ever. And then we'll see where that one goes. But if not, I got a backup list, which is sex tips from guys. You know, well, so let's, it's like let's, straight let's from the horse's go, mouth. Yes. Hottest sex tips ever. That seems like the world heavyweight champ. So let's go ahead to, to that one first. Okay. Now, I did read through some of these. And some of them sound reasonable but let's let's see so the the first one from this is oops, did i break it no no just eat it yeah. uh is to to play up his deep pockets so oh. like say we're you know at safeway yeah. or your local grocery store change you know um i should tell you uh or like at the arcade the arcade would have been great because we were at the arcade last night yeah right so I walk up and I tell you that, hey, hey, Jerry. Yeah. I need some change. And then I go and I reach up into your pockets, really digging in for that coinage. Okay. Yeah? Yeah. Like I, I find the, the the little coin bag. Sure. Maybe I don't have a coin purse. And, may- <laughs> and maybe, you know, I feel around and say like, oh, is that a roll of quarters in your pocket? Or are you just glad to see me? So how do you? So that's a hot sex tip, right? Like, how I do you? I mean, th- all right. So wait, hold on. What you're saying, and let, 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 let's try to, you know, cut cut to the core here. You're just trying to grab my dick through my pockets. Uh, yes. So just randomly grab my dick through my pockets. Yeah. All right. I mean, not bad. Okay. Like it's interesting, right? It certainly signals that sex is on the menu. You know. Very rarely do people grab your dick unless they want to fuck you. Yeah. Um, it is. So you are skipping through a lot of these. <laughs> I mean, I can go through all of them. Well, there, I, there were a couple of good ones I was looking for. Okay. But that's okay. Well, I'll just go back to the, to the Also, play up his deep pockets is very, very interesting. Only because it immediately leads to certain elements of, you know, like deep pockets that... You know, may or may not be of uh, you know sexual interest to to uh, me or other guys, uh, and on the other end, it's like like uh, I guess are they trying to tie like the idea of like 
financial benevolence to sexual prowess like is that the point of that I, you know i don't know maybe They're like i need money daddy let me grab your dick it didn't get into like the daddy stuff well though. yeah i just added the daddy part because i don't know maybe. well here let me i want to do one of the sex tips from guys okay go ahead um let's let's go back and forth you know so okay so that's just what the ladies say you know, you got to reach for that bag of change. Yeah. I mean, again, also bag I mean, of change. That, a that, troubling, a would troubling that, analogy. <laughs> would that quarter line work on you, do you think? Like, is that a roll of quarters? I mean, I, mean, I guess it's more like a probably a roll of dimes. The f- I mean, that is the oldest fucking come on line ever, right? <laughs> like, didn't like that. That's from Casablanca. Like, that's like the <laughs> oldest shit on earth. Well, here's a tip for my guy. All right. And these seem to be like just quotes from okay. like. You know, they probably just like walk down. That's another down. thing that a lot of that a lot of you know, because of course, uh, you know, Cosmo. You always see the headlines like you know all these hot sex tips, but then it's almost like the counterpunch. Like, yeah, okay, we all knew that those last you know twenty years of sex tips were horseshit. Here's what guys really want, and really is always mm-hmm. in italics. Well, in this, this is definitely one for the bank. Okay, right that I know. So. Yeah. If if we ever where, where assuming we have sex, where <laughs> you keep the roll of quarters. So this is tip number one from Jamie, who's twenty three. Okay. Who, man, he must have got married real early. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he says, "I can't be the only guy who loves a woman when a woman licks that soft patch of skin in front of my ears." Yeah. What's he, that? Did, what is that soft patch? Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, the soft. He's probably thinking. Oh, so like like the flap. Like, Maybe it's that's not really that soft, is it? I mean, I'm thinking like he is that like licking your sideburns? No, I think he means the the the, the patch on the flap, right? Uh, he, number one, Jamie. Yes, you are the only one. Uh, nobody <laughs> else likes that. I mean, I guess like if the idea is you just like a woman who's licking your face, like that's red. I could see where that would be interesting or entertaining, but uh, I, I I yeah, no, I don't think that anyone's like oh, also. If you don't have a name for it, then nobody likes it licked. Everything that people like getting licked has a name, mm-hmm. including the taint. If the taint has a name, then fucking people like it licked. Right? The soft patch before your ears, if it's just called the soft patch before your ears, then nobody likes it licked enough to give it a name. <laughs> that's just, you know, that, those are just that's words. Science. That's just, yeah, that's just word science, homie. Well... Uh, back to the hottest sex tips ever. Let's go. Uh, this one is called Get Dirty in the Tub. Before you get it on, take a bath together. Bring out the candles and fluffy towels. Then put two drops of patchouli oil, three drops of sandalwood oil, and three drops of lavender oil into your bath water. Patchouli and sandalwood awaken sensuality, and lavender induces relaxation. The combination of scents and warm water sensations will completely prime your bodies and minds. Does that work? I mean, does it do, do patchouli baths turn you on? Um, here's the big problem with this, right? It's just like, you know, don't pull the thing out unless you plan to bang. Like, you know, you're going to get naked in a tub with a dude like... You know, that might be one of those, like, a, a good tip for, like, you know, how to keep romance alive. Because I feel like I would be more, I mean, not that we've ever had sex, but let's say theoretically we have uh, a bunch. Like, you know, that would be a good thing to do, like, 
with you now that I've I, I had seen you naked a bunch, right? We we we'd had sex a bunch. Not that we have, because we haven't. We we totally haven't. Uh, but like that would be that would be like I can't imagine if I was just dating somebody and they were like, oh, take a bath with me, that it wouldn't probably end up in banging like immediately in the tub, and that seems to be a tip before, which I think is odd. Okay. Um. Well, how about this one? This is another tip for men's. This is actually from the men. From the men's. This is tip number six by Bart. Bart is twenty-two. Wow. Yeah. Listen. I mean, I've been both twenty-three and twenty-two, and I feel like I knew precious little about sex. Well, Bart says, and maybe maybe I should try this. You okay. know, when, when we're married. Yeah. My ex would splash her T-shirt with water while she was washing dishes. As soon as I saw her nipples through the fabric, I'd have to touch them. Is that like? I mean, yeah. I, I mean, this, sure. this is this is great sex advice for women, right? Bart I mean, is uh, you know a real uh, obviously a, a man about town and a world traveler. Uh, you know, I, I think any time I, I feel like any time that that a woman gets uh, water splashed on her breasts, like you know, when she's sailing the seas, or uh, you know, running in a, Baywatch at a Gallagher show, you know, <laughs> like there's just there's uh, any time I see nipples, I, I mean, I kind of want to touch them. Sure, yeah. they're so fun. Yeah, they're just there, like you know, like hey, what's up? <laughs> Hello. I know it's like the way that like a woman can give you finger guns without using her hands. <laughs> It's pointing at you. Just like you're, you're the hey man. Now. You're the man. You're the man. <laughs> oh, uh, so strut your stuff. Okay, is this for guy from guys and or girls? This is from Susan Block, PhD, sex therapist and author of the Ten Commandments of Pleasure. I didn't know there were Ten Commandments. Mm. That's hmm. and lo, Moses came down with ten with two tablets filled with Ten Commandments. He was holding both of them in one hand because his dick was in the other. <laughs> uh, the next time you go out with your man, wear your sexiest outfit. Sometimes you have to remind your guy that you're a prize and not an append- appendage. It really turns most guys on to know that they have someone other men want to be with. And this can be a tremendous boost ego for you, blah, blah, blah. Uh, once you return home from your diva date, he won't be able to keep your hand. You won't be able to keep your hands off each other. So, so like, am, I, am I an appendage or a prize right now? How does my my dress up scheme work? I mean, I'm wearing a Hoth t-shirt. Yeah, um, you're wearing yeah, you're wearing tights mm-hmm. uh, that uh, are, are coordinated with a nice scarf. Uh, you're wearing a Star Wars t-shirt. So I don't know. I feel like you would be. Um, like a robot arm that also dispenses soda. Like, you know, <laughs> you would be both an appendage at a price. <laughs> that just seems like a weird one. Like, why? Well, because everyone would love me. I would show up and I would have, you know, I'd be squirting Dr. Pepper in everybody's <laughs> face. So I'd be the life of the party. Oh, I know. It's just, here's the thing about like these Cosmo things. It's, it's very, a lot of it, it, because you know, like I'm big on the gender thing, it's like very gender role heavy and like everything that they talk about. Sure. So like, you got to be the prize. You got to. I, I mean, I, I, at the same time, like if, 
if if what their job is to do is to excite people in a heteronormative culture, it is a pretty clearly a heteronormative magazine. Then like it would probably like you know if if your job was to write these tips, they would probably fall largely in in line with that. Now, what I find more ridiculous is the fact that like somebody is paying fucking hard-earned money for a magazine that says, "Hey, dress nice and your man will find you more attractive." Like, you know. Well, here's here's I mean, sure, but here's one that maybe maybe is a little sexier than that, right? right. So this is the the hottest sex tips ever still. Uh, this is try finger food foreplay. Finger food yeah. foreplay. Yeah. No, this makes perfect sense. Uh, okay. so it says This better have something to do with chicken fries. <laughs> have a romantic dinner without utensils so you can feed each other. There's something sensual about placing food in your partner's mouth. After a meal like this, serve yourself for dessert. All right. So, uh I just imagine like chicken eating. fries are involved in this, which I'm very excited <laughs> about. Go to Burger King. Chicken fries are back. Uh, you can get me the vegan ones. So. Vegan chicken fries. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good you idea. You can get those at Trader Joe's. Okay. So, all right. So number one, this should just be called the chicken fry, right? <laughs> you just get a bunch of chicken fries and you're feeding each other chicken fries and then you just go to sleep because chicken fries are delicious. <laughs> That's my <laughs> Lick each tip. other's fingers. There yeah. we go. And done. Uh, why do all these have to end with puns? Like, I mean, this is about fucking, right? Fucking so so rarely involves puns, and yet, like... So, and this is different from the se- the hot sex advice, you know, the one article and the other one that's the sex tips from guys, because the sex tips from guys are just, like, one sentence. And then these are all, like, with the puns, like the yeah. finger food, foreplay, whatever. Um, yeah. So, like this other sex sex tip from guys, get him riled up. Seeing a woman's <laughs> get him riled up. Yep. Yep. Seeing a woman's lips. Oh, this is from Ty. Okay, Ty is sure. 20, 21. Oh, They're all God. married super early. Yeah, no, it must be all from Utah. <laughs> Seeing a woman's lips glide over the neck of a beer bottle always makes her think of her. It makes me think of her mouth on me. What? Yeah. What else would it make you think of? She's deep throating a bottle. What other are these fucking scholars, these fucking early 20-year-old scholars, what do these guys have to say? Get him riled up. By the way, it's such a funny phrase. Like he's a dog and you're bouncing a ball in front of him. <laughs> oh, it's so silly. It really is. I don't know. We could keep going at this if you want. Like, yeah, I don't Like know. slip into a naughty costume. <laughs> what, like Batman? Oh, here, here's one. Pleasure his penis. Cup your hand around. <laughs> oh, there we go. Here's a shocker. Hey, everybody, a surefire <laughs> sex tip. Pleasure a man's penis. Yeah, but with this, you cup your hand around his member, creating a bun around his hot dog. And these are in quotes, okay? Then kiss the part of his penis that's exposed while breathing hard. Your hand will wrap your exhalations and make his penis feel super hot, like literally, because your breath is hot, right? With the other hand, work his testicles. He'll think he died and gone to heaven. That was, wait, hold on. That's what happens in heaven? <laughs> like people are like fucking, you know, Hot breathing on dick. your dick and, and and grabbing your nuts. Hell, man. I'll tell you what. If if, if that shit would have come up in Sunday school, maybe I would have fucking stayed in church. That seems like a pretty rad idea. Uh, no, all right. We don't it's, need to do the any rest. Of, the rest here. of them are just like they're, really they're, weird. They're pretty silly. Here's you know you know it's just yeah. I don't know. Be, <laughs> just add lube. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. There we go. Uh, folks, if you have found any uh, hilarious sex tips in your life uh, through uh, Cosmo or any of the other 
place where these kind of tips are normally dispensed, then send them on in, justinrobertyoung at gmail.com. Put Jury Moore in the subject line. That is justinrobertyoung at gmail.com. J-U-R-Y-M-O-R-E. I got to know, too. Like, not only... It's one thing, like, if you find these, like, crazy sex articles, but has anyone actually tried any of the bizarre ones with you? Like, that's what I want to know. Oh, sure. I've seen, like, ones that just sound, like, terribly bad. Yeah, listen. I mean, listen. uh, Folks, they're classics for a reason. You know? Like, just the the, the beautiful thing is uh, you want a sexy relationship with your man? Uh, The answer's already in your heart, and all you got to do is express it. Uh, okay, uh, we have email. I don't have a sounder for email. Do oh, I thought we did. I thought the last music was our email music, but that's okay. No, no, no. That's the topic. topic okay. Music. So we got an email from Cappy. Cappy, Cappy. Is that actually what it is? Cappy? Cappy, Cappy? Yep. Yeah. Cappy! Cappy emailed in and says, Justin and Ashley, I heard Justin mention you're getting married uh, podcast on probably Night Attack or DTNS. Uh, I just binged on all of it in the last week and really enjoyed it. Very insightful. I actually have a relation question for the two of you. Ashley's an atheist, right? Yep. Um, unless I've missed it over the last few years, I have no idea what jury's religious views are. Jury? I don't have the same views as Ashley, and I would like to know if that has had... Oh, if you've had this... If you have the same views as Ashley, and would like to know if that's had any effect on your relationship. I'm Christian, but I hardly ever go to church. It's just how I was brought up. I'm really into this girl I met, and I think there could be a future with her, but she's an atheist. Don't get me wrong. I don't judge it, and it really doesn't bother me. I'm just curious to get more insight about that kind of relationship. She's also living it over an hour away with a very busy schedule, and my car is not reliable enough to make that trip too often. It'll be somewhat long distance. Oh, and did I mention she works at a bird sanctuary? They do a training show for birds, and she does the husbandry. This isn't all, this is all too familiar, is it? Oh, and we are in Central Florida. <laughs> anyway, love the show, and it would be crazy to make it to Dragon Con, but funds don't allow. Feel free to use uh, any or all of this email, and hope to get advice from the two of you, your DTNS and Night Attack patron, Cappy. So this is really fun, because I feel like we haven't done a Religious View episode, uh, because... I guess I would have assumed that everybody kind of already knew that we are are, are more of or we are of of the same persuasion. Yeah. Right. Uh, I am. I am also an atheist. I don't like to talk about the atheism stuff uh, so much just because I. I I don't know. I, well, they're, they're, we we met when I used to work for a national atheist organization, so yeah. like it was always it was always a much more big part of my life in talking about it. But um, and, and, you, and I could are, talk to you about some of the issues because there was some overlap with the skeptic community, but it was never really like yeah. a defining factor of our no, relationship. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there there are fairly few, um, you know, there 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 are are few skeptics who I think are not necessarily atheists. I mean, like there are people who are far more into the paranormal kind of stuff, uh, you know, that, that probably have religious beliefs. I know that they exist, but, uh, by and large there, there's a, a, a lot of atheists in the set, the, the skeptic community, which I was more involved in, uh, Ashley, you know, we met at dragon con because you were part of the skeptic track or you were there with the yeah. skeptic track. I was there with the podcast track. It was organized by a bunch of the same people. We knew mutual people, and it was in 
uh, that fateful uh, conference that we met. Uh, so, do, well, do you think things would have been differently if, if I were, uh, you know, if either I or you were, were more religious and one of us was less? I don't, I don't think so. So, I would say, and just to talk about um, uh, my last relationship, I was dating someone who was Catholic. Yeah. Um, and he seemed to be much in the same way to where it was more like Christmas, Easter church or like the big family holidays. He, he will go back home. Maybe he'd do church with his family. But yeah. other than that, like he considered himself Catholic Christian. And, you know, that was it. Thing. It was a cultural thing, you know. Yeah. And that was it. Like it wasn't ever something that the religion never impacted our relationship at all. Yeah. Like it was just there. Like if we were. It wasn't like we can't do this because, you know. God. Yeah, I think that like if you were religious and and I was not that yeah. like if we were deciding to have kids like that might be a conversation that we might want to have. But, you know, as long as you're neither person is like being pushy, I, I think that there's no reason it can't work. I, I you know? do think that it would have impacted us while we were long distance. If like a, a, a religious based difference of opinion that one of us would have wanted to go hard on, you know, or would have taken really seriously, would have been harder to get over long distance than, like, any any argument that's for real is harder to get over long distance than it would be if you were just around each other. Yeah. Just because you just have more opportunities to relieve the tension. You have more opportunities to see eye to eye. With, when you're long distance... You know, unless you get really good at communicating over the phone, you know, or you're really great at just sitting in front of a camera and talking on Skype, like, which is harder than it might sound and is more annoying than it might sound. And gets really taxing. And gets really taxing, especially on your forearm while you're, like, selfieing your camera. Uh, you know, it's it's hard. It's, it's tough. So I think religion tends to, almost by its definition... Uh, be about the, the the rules of life, you know, the, the guiding principles of your life. Should you find religious divisions, I think that would be, it would be uh, a source of uh, something to get over. You know, not to say that it's a deal breaker, not to say that it's a problem, but I think it could be something that would be a challenge. And it really depends, like, you know, whether you're atheist, Christian, Muslim, Hindu, whatever, you know, yeah. how much, how important, is it for to you for that person to share that religious conviction? And I mean, I certainly would not go into a relationship, whether, you know, regardless of what religion you are anticipating the other person to change their mind about something yeah. like, and I don't think that that's what Cappy's doing here uh, to, to be fair, but I do think that, you know, man can be, that can well, there, be walking are, on thin ice. There are stats and, and uh, I, I don't know enough of them to say them, you know, Outright, but I remember hearing once on uh, on the morning stream, uh, uh, Scott's sister Wendy uh, talking about that, like there, when you are a part of a proselytizing religion and you are dating somebody who is not a part of that religion, that those tend to end in divorce, and those relationships tend to be more problematic. Just because a central tenet of your faith is that you need to, you know, convince other people that, you know, you, you got to spread the word, you know, the and I don't, by the way, I don't mean that to say that it's negative to that religion, because if you believe that, like, 
everybody's going to hell unless they they understand what's going down, then of course you're going to want the person that you care about the most to get it the most. Apparently, the only exception to that are, are Mormons because Mormons are just kind of like, oh, you'll get it. Like, don't worry. Like, I mean, like they're they're very proselytizing, but they're also apparently. And if you don't, we'll baptize you after. So yeah, be fine. It's fine. Uh. So yeah, in terms of, of of where where you're at, I mean, listen, there's going to be it it doesn't sound in his email like that this is going to be a major uh thing for him that like every conversation is going to be a religious conversation. So if it is possible to do it, focus on everything else in the relationship. Like there's a million other things that need to go either right or wrong and that you need to get a better sense of. Uh so like build your, you know, let that be the foundation that you build your church, to use a metaphor, uh, and 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 then you know start you know getting in with some of the 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 the, the big religious questions. That would be my recommendation. Yeah, no, I think uh, I think that's a good way to go about it. All right. So, and uh, I don't know if we should address the the long distance thing. Um, no, that's not being long so distance. far away. Stop lying. Well, okay, it's not long distance compared to what hour. we were doing. Three. Oh, is it three hours? Yeah, so I assume like one's what in Orlando, one's in South Florida. I don't know. It might be, yeah. What Otherwise, are other three hours commutes? Like, I mean, it's not Tampa if he's in Central Florida. This is a segment on the podcast we like to call Florida Geography. I mean, anyway. Now, Jacksonville? Jacksonville, maybe. Uh, if she's in Jacksonville, come on, man. Seriously, you can do better. Uh, okay. <laughs> that's mean. Oh, that's so not mean because it's true. You ever been um, to Jacksonville? Don't. I would rather not. Here's the best part about again. Jacksonville. Getting the hell out of there. It's boring. <laughs> that's a David Tell joke. Uh, but no, three hours isn't bad. That's easy to make weekends out of. That's easy. You know. Well, but, but, but with long distance, again, you have to have an end point. <laughs> It's best to have an endpoint, you know, or understand that you are, you know, you are playing uh, twenty one with house money. It can end at any time. Yep. Uh, the what I would say is, listen, that car. He says his car is not reliable to get there all the time, right? Then congratulations, your car is the metaphor for your relationship. Either you're going to put time and effort into that car and make it more reliable. Or you are not, you know, and and the deeper your relationship goes, the more your desire will be to do it. And if the relationship isn't quite clicking or things seem a bit weird, the more that you're going to be able to justify putting it off. But I would understand that, you know, your your lifeline to this person that you care about is the metaphor for where your relationship is going. Yeah. And does she have the car? Is she willing to, to make that stretch too? you know? Also, send us bird pictures. Yeah. Oh, my God. Please. We love I bird lo- pictures. I love birds. Very bird excited picks. that she... Everybody I mean, can send us bird pics. I think, I think the relationship is going to be fine as long as there are birds. Yeah. Like, you know. By the way, not some like Google image search shit. No, like, like take actual Take pictures birds. of your own birds. I took video of birds eating voodoo donuts the other day. You did. It's silly. Justin Robert Young at gmail.com. But Jerry Moore. on the subject line. Uh, Ash, anything that uh, you want to talk about? Um, so very, very soon, I don't know if it's going to be this Sunday or maybe in the next couple of weeks, um, I'll be doing a big rebranding thing of the church stream. So I'm really, really excited about that. Co-host. Got some sweet new tunes from Nashcom. Got a co-host. Still working on the logo. Uh, John Teasdale, for those of you guys who don't know, he has a Twitter he doesn't use. John T. 
Teasdale underscore. <laughs> Which is like the weirdest that's thing his, ever. That's his only like internet For anything. any any night attack people, he is the attack night, the night attack night, the might attack night yeah. attack. He is working on me on the contender uh, card game, which is going to be super great. He's the best. He's a walking cartoon character. He's effectively, uh, he's, he's Roger Rabbit. Like, yeah. That's basically who he is in life. He's I, great. I will say, uh, but at the very least by this Sunday, I hope. Uh, I should actually have at least the start of an RSS feed on SoundCloud, so you can use that until we get it on iTunes. But that's um, that's going to be happening, so that's exciting. Um, eventually, you know, Spice Vegan on YouTube, Healthy Addict on YouTube, which I actually have a video idea for, so I might crank that out in the next week. Um, otherwise, yeah, Healthy Addict everywhere, Fake Gamer Girl on Twitch. That's it. That's that's, that's it. it. Justin or Young on Twitter. You can find everything that I'm doing there. By the way, we just passed the five hundred dollar an episode mark on the jury Patreon. Thank you so much to anybody who cross uh listens to that. Uh that means that there will be an interview podcast Ooh. by the end of the month. Oh shit. Fuck, it's going to You can interview me. Oh man, Does no. That count? Oh Jesus. All right, I guess I'll have to get started <laughs> on that. Uh, but uh, for uh, everybody else, again, feedback, uh, Justin Robert Young uh, at gmail.com, jury more in the subject line. This has been a nice little episode. It has. And now I know how to please my man. Yes. All right, guys. Until next time. Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs> <laughs>